Welcome to a teaser episode of this week's Datology Coach podcast. To listen to the full episode, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Look for a link in the episode description to subscribe at 20% off. Uh, all right, Sarah, uh, our friend Carlin has written another another article. Just for us. Just for us. I mean, when she sat down, she's like, I need to write something mm-hmm. that Sarah and Kristen would, would enjoy. Uh, well, I accept. <laughs> challenge accepted. Uh, so this is Carlin Beckia from Medium. Mm-hmm. And the, and the title of the article is, Should Couples Wait to Have Sex? It Depends if You Have a High or Low Sociosexuality. What? <laughs> what is that? What is that? And then the tagline is, Misunderstanding Your Sociosexuality is Why the Three-Date Rule is Garbage. Tell me more. Oh, tell me more. If only sex was like baking cookies, stick them in the oven, cook them for a specific time, and voila, enjoy. Unfortunately, no one can agree on how long to cook your relationship cookie before having sex. There's the hookup culture rule. Eat that raw dough. You should have sex when you damn well like it. No. <laughs> is is that the hookup culture rule? Or is that just well, no. a good rule to have? Like, just do it when it feels right to you. Um. You lost me and eat that raw dough. I'm going <laughs> to have to get back on track. <laughs> uh, okay. Eat that raw dough. Eat that dough raw. You should have sex when you damn well feel like it. This isn't exactly a rule, but permission to have no rules. There's the three date rule. This rule claims that you should wait at least three dates before eating your cookie. There's the 36-hour rule. According to psychotherapist Barton Goldsmith, it takes at least 36 hours to develop a strong enough connection with someone to have sex. Goldsmith contends that it doesn't matter if you reach those 36 hours within three or 30 dates. Uh, Uh, Disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Incorrect, (laughs) sir. And lastly, there's the wait until you are married rule. You don't get to eat your cookie until you sign on the dotted line. Plenty of studies claim that this is the best approach these studies are always funded by a religious organization so there's that yeah but even the unbiased research on this subject is dubious in a study of 2035 married couples researchers found couples who waited to have sex over a month reported better sexual quality relationship communication relationship satisfaction and perceived relationship stability unfortunately a key factor is always missing in these studies It's not when you have sex that matters. It's whether your when matches your partner's when. In other words, the most successful couples have similar sociosexuality. Um, Sociosexuality is someone's willingness to have sex outside of a committed relation. What? Sociosexuality? I just lost the app. Hold on. Uh, Sociosexuality is someone's willingness to have sex outside of a committed relationship. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do you want to Google that? Can you give it a Goog for me, please? Mm-hmm. Is this even a thing or is this something she came up with? I think, I think she came up with it. <laughs> but stay tuned. Defined as an individual's interest in uncommitted sexual activity and can be measured in terms of both psychological orientation and behavioral expression. All right. So she probably didn't invent this. Okay. Um, 
All right. Culture and childhood environment are, are sociosexuality, but biology usually wins or makes you miserable fighting it. Sociosexuality is so baked into your personality that one study found that women could identify a male stranger with a high sociosexuality by looking at only a photograph of his face. Interestingly, men could not huh. predict high sociosexuality in women. You don't say. I was just going to say, you're kidding. (laughs) Um, We're we're lucky if they look us in the eyes. This is okay. This is kind of interesting. So sociosexual behaviors that exist in primates, for example, Mm -hmm. include touching, sniffing, and grooming. I don't know. I found, I found a non-human example to be helpful in, in defining sociosexual behavior. I'm not sure why. I guess it's like, it's, you know, I guess it's like, flirting for humans basically right the degree to which you are flirtatious okay might be like a shorthand that's useful here okay that makes sense uh let's see research except, is the- except that it's fucking nonsense it is fucking nonsense researchers right? theory- people who are not flirtatious could still be very well and have sex outside of a committed relationship right Researchers theorize that women have this sociosexuality spidey sense to screen out men seeking short-term relationships. So if his face screams man whore, you might be right. I think if this were a thing, that would, women wouldn't be nearly as miserable as they are. I mean, we wouldn't be on this podcast right now. Right? right. Theorize that women could, have this yeah. sociosexuality spidey sense to screen out men well, well, yeah, but here's what it's based on. Looks. That's it. Right. If they're very conventionally attractive, it's going to be assumed they're a player and therefore we're not, we're going to, we're going to wait longer or we're, or we're not going to date them at all. Yep. Yeah. What you're describing is like, if a man is too good looking, it's kind of a turn off, right? It's a turn off. Because, because yeah. Or the because we're gonna... assuming they either have like more or better options. Right. Or we're going to have a lot of competition or they've had a lot of sex before and they're a player and whatever, whatever. Right. Or they're going to feel like if I don't, he's just going to move on to somebody else because he's going to have a ton of options. Yeah. So they're going to have extra, a lot of pressure. People with low sociosexuality should wait to have sex. People with low sociosexuality need to have an emotional investment before having sex. Isn't this what demisexual is? It is. This need is partly neurological. After an orgasm, you release a chemical concoction of oxytocin and dopamine. Those sneaky hormones and neurotransmitters cause the prefrontal cortex, the reasoning part of your brain, to go offline. This is true. Uh, Translation, you catch the feels. Mm. Uh, I don't know that I agree with that. Um, I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Trust me on this one. You don't want to catch the feels for a baddie. Uh, yeah, that's, you catch the feels. I'm not, yeah, that, 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 I'm not, that doesn't sit well with me. Uh, you can you've already caught the feels. Like, let's stop. You don't cu- you stop with this idea that when you have sex with someone, you become more attached to them. You're already fucking attached. Stop. The sex only that, that oxytocin just intensifies and reinforces the pre-existing bond. You're already feeling it. You're already attached. The oxytocin just reinforces it. So it's not the sex that gets you attached. Let's be clear. 
Some brains are simply wired for more oxytocin and dopamine release. And no, this is not a gender debate. Men can catch the feels as quickly as women. Uh, again, I will disagree with that. Uh, can they catch the feels? Sure. Meaning, do they have the ability? Yes. However, <laughs> men are conditioned differently. And that conditioning plays a role. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree. If you tend to get emotionally attached after sex, you have low sociosexuality. So before you get naked, you should ensure your crush has an interior as sexy as their exterior. Unfortunately, women with low sociosexuality must battle one worry. He will lose interest if I don't have sex with him. And then she says, please, if you are using sex to hold a guy's attention, you are either with a shallow man or you are shallow. There, I said it, set the trolls loose. Yeah, there's nothing There's nothing inflammatory about that. Um, if the former is your problem, choose men with more substance. If the latter is your problem, improve your conversation skills and develop your brain. All sex begins oh in the brain. <laughs> Either way, if you communicate to a guy that you prefer to get to know him before having sex and he leaves, good riddance. True. Yeah. You don't want to waste your time dating someone who doesn't match your sociosexuality. The other okay. reason those with low sociosexuality should wait is mechanics. People, usually women with low sociosexuality, cannot orgasm until they are comfortable with their partner. Although an orgasm is not necessary for great sex, it sure as heck helps. Why have sex with someone when it will not be pleasurable? I mean, we're kind of t rolling the dice regardless if you sleep with men. I feel like, yeah, we're getting into a whole different essay topic, right? Right. <laughs> People with high sociosexuality should not wait to have sex. Other people have high sociosexuality. These, those people can have sex on a first date and have mind-blowing orgasms. They are comfortable with their, with their and their partner's bodies, even if that person is a stranger. People with high sociosexuality do not get as emotionally invested when they sleep with someone. To them, a commitment is not necessary for sexual pleasure. To be clear, people with high socio... I, mean, I can't keep saying this fucking word. Uh, sociosexuality yeah. still need intimacy, but it builds over time and is not defined by sex. Okay. They also are happier in polyamorous, polyamorous relationships. Oh, oh God. Oh. Da, 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 da. High sociosexuality reported lower satisfaction over time in their marriages. No, stop. 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 One study found that people with high sociosexuality reported lower satisfaction over time in their marriages. That happens to everybody or it has it has the ability to happen to everybody that's and well, i don't think that has early off like i think it was like the opening paragraph she cited some study that was like it, it was the same deal it was like satisfaction as self-reported mm -hmm. like that's what what are we trying to measure <laughs> But also, again, anything that's self-reported that has to do with sex and right. and heterosexual couples, right. women are going to naturally feel uncomfortable sharing what they what they truly feel. Well, exactly. That's that's the problem with all of this qualitative stuff. Right. I'm, and I'm not saying there's not a place for qualitative data. It uh -huh. is data, but uh -huh. like this, I'm not sure how informative this can really be because it we don't we don't know anything about the questions we don't mm -hmm. know anything about the questioner mm -hmm. we don't know if the men and women were together in the room like we don't we don't know any of that so all of this like satisfaction as self-reported data what 
just doesn't mean anything without any of that context. Right. Right. Um, unfortunately, women with high sociosexuality have a more stereotypical and trickier worry than women with low sociosexuality. He will think I am a slut if I have sex with him too soon. Sure, many men will think of a woman as the whore of Babylon if she has sex too early. These men define sex through more prudent cultural norms or a childhood upbringing that taught them the problematic Freudian Madonna whore complex. And despite hookup culture trying to reframe these beliefs, slut shaming isn't going away anytime soon. Other men are free thinkers. You can have sex with these men on the first or the 40th date. It doesn't matter. And often they wait to have sex with some women and not with others. Their attraction to a woman is shaped by their feelings for her, not a prescripted ideology. Mm. And I will. What? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, their attraction starts with the physical. But I will warn you, these free-thinking men are rare. No one lives in a bubble. Even the most progressive men are influenced by cultural norms and their childhood to some degree. Listen. Okay, listen. Listen. Don was an Irish Catholic, okay? You don't get more fucking, like... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not Repressed. Pre- repressed. Okay? He that's how he grew up. We had sex on the fourth date, fifth, fourth or fifth date. That's very respectable, right? But if I had had sex with him on the first date, I don't think it would have made a difference. But also, like it, like four dates, even four dates for someone like that Catholic, that's a big deal. Well. You're saying that Catholic. I don't. I don't think he was that Catholic, right? Because if he was that Catholic, he wouldn't have had sex with you at all. Because you're not married. Well, true. Fair point. Even I the mean, most progressive just, men. <laughs> just because in- you grow up in a Catholic country doesn't mean you know you like really in- internalized all of the guilt. Right, but the sentence is it. It contradicts it. It contradicts itself. Even well, the most does, progressive does. men are influenced by cultural norms and their childhood to some degree. I mean, I mean, I think that's true, but the key there is to some degree. Right. right. Yeah. Not knowing your sociosexuality is what causes problems. Of course, to these women who believe the stereotype. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> How could anyone not know their sociosexuality? This, this is the notion well, that you don't, you don't know whether you're putting sexy vibes out. Well, no, I think it comes down to like some women might actually only be comfortable, you know, waiting for sex until commitment, but oh, they sleep with a guy on the second that. date because they think he's really okay. good looking rather than okay. stand by how they feel. Okay. Like the problem here isn't, the problem here is how sex is talked about in our, in our society. Number one. Yeah, it really is used as currency. Right. And, and how women, female sexuality is discussed. Yeah. Like this whole like sociosexuality, it's just it's bullshit. It's bullshit. You either enjoy sex or you don't. I think. I think um, you should have it when you want to. Right. I think you yeah. should have it when you fucking want to, and that's it. Yeah. And you know what? That's reductive, whether they enjoy it or whether they don't. Um that's reductive. Yeah. I was trying to be offensive. less so by saying like have it or don't, but Yeah, it's it I, I shouldn't have said that. That's incorrect. 
um, it's it, it's what Sarah said. Have it when you want to have it. But that's productive too, because all kinds of things go into that decision. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just hate this idea of like your high sociosexuality or low sociosexuality. Like, sexuality is so fucking complex. Uh huh. Right. Like it's just, it's not because if people were to really sit down and think about it, right? Like, why do you want to have sex? Why do you not want to have sex? I guarantee you, at least for women. It comes down to shame hmm. when they want to have sex. Shame. Hmm. I thought you were going to say like it was more about like want this to move forward, want to continue the momentum, want to kind of lock this down, or not right. maybe not lock this down, but solidify this. Right, but I mean more like you know if you if if you're if a woman and you really like sex or you enjoy sex or whatever, you want to be able to enjoy it. Right. But we don't uh, we don't act on it because we're afraid we're going to be shamed. Well, that and I mean, it's a safety issue, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You just can't act on every sexual impulse you have. This is what I mean. Like, it's yeah. not as simple as you need three dates or you need three <laughs> months or you need three hours. No, it's not. That's reductive. Yeah. <laughs> um. Of course, cultural stereotypes will always frame the sociosexuality debate. We all know the hypo- hypocrisies. A man can have a high body count. He's a stud. But when a woman does, she's a whore. To the women who believe the stereotype, I will ask a more salient question. Why are you not holding men to the same standards you hold yourself? Personally, if I get the impression that a man is indiscriminate about his sexual partners, it's a huge turnoff. And no, I am not slut shaming men. I have a low sociosexuality, so I prefer to be with someone who matches my sexuality. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so all of this is to say <laughs> I'm not slut shaming or just it, fill in the blank. I'm not blank shaming. Uh-huh. I just have a low sociosexuality. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not slut shaming, except I am. <laughs> I just have a low sociosexuality. Here's the real problem. Too many women pretend they have a high sociosexuality when they do not. You know How who you the fuck do you know? <laughs> right? You know who you are. If you constantly end up in situationships and then get hurt when those casual relationships don't magically morph into committed relationships, you are misunderstanding your sociosexuality. Stop rushing into sex, especially with high sociosexuality men. Uh okay. This really is what it all comes down again, to, isn't I'm not, it? I'm not slut shaming. I just have a low sociosexuality. <laughs> right? Like, you dumb, you dummies. The reason why you keep getting hurt is because you keep fucking guys that don't like you or that aren't interested or you're just all so dumb and you don't value yourself the way I do. Yes, that's it. Right? Now I'm going to direct this finger-wagging lecture at the men. If you lose interest in a woman after you sleep with her, you probably have a low sociosexuality and should also wait to have sex. Often you are losing interest because intimacy is not established before sex. Stop bending the plot curve and keep your goddamn pants on. Or at mm. least uh, apply the same <laughs> rules to apply you apply to women to yourself. If a woman is a whore for sleeping with you too soon, you are a whore too. Maybe you should just go with it and be nasty whores together uh hypocrisy. i know whatever she's using that word whore an awful we've really lot. got off the rails here 
there are no rules on when to have sex for the first time because every situation is different. Then what did we just do? If there's there are no, no rules. rules except for mine. <laughs> Let me repeat that for the lazy binary thinkers in the back. Every situation is different. But here's the one commonality that you, that every thorny first date, first sex, first sex debate has. You make your own sex rules and then stand by them. If you let culture dictate your sexuality, you risk ending up in a relationship with, with someone who does not match your sociosexuality. You can't okay. end up with somebody that has that does not match your sociosexuality. Like I it mean, doesn't matter. Let's say like you do it. hold on. Let's say you do have sex with someone earlier than you'd prefer, right? Uh-huh. And it works out. You didn't end up with someone who does not match your sociosexuality. And if you do if you did, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it would. It wouldn't. Like it either works or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Once you understand your sexual your sexuality, the decision of when to have sex is easy. Yeah. Whatever. And then she has a stupid quote. There is no love without sexual instinct. Love uses the this instinct as a brutal force as the brigantine uses the wind. What? That's wrong too. That's completely like that completely dismisses asexuality. It does. And so no, that is not no, we're not gonna do that. Um have sex when you want. <laughs> that's it. That, that's that's our can we can we get our money from medium? Dear ladies, have sex when you want. Yeah. Stop reading Carlin Beckia. I mean, it just has to be because you want to and not because you want to yield some result from the guy. Right. It, it yeah. can't have anything to do with what he wants, what he's thinking, right. or how this will affect him. You, you, it, Take it out. Take it out of the equation. It simply does not matter. <laughs> it has to. It can only be about what do uh, what is going to make me feel good in this moment. Yeah. Is it going to be to have sex? Have sex. Is it going to be to wait? Wait. All that matters when you're making this decision is what feels good to you. It doesn't it. matter. That's it. No notes, full stop. That's it. Truly. The, the low sexuality, sociosexual. So, first of all, this isn't even a fucking thing. Please stop. Please don't make this a thing. It's not. It's not. Well, it seems to be a thing in biology, but I mean, like I like I said, I I thought it was more useful in talking about like animal mating behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, really, that's about it. Uh, yeah. Woof. Okay. Now it's possible, Kristen, that a a human writer has written about this concept uh, in a way that is better, <laughs> more informative, more insightful, more useful. So I'm, I don't know that we should dismiss the whole concept like out of hand, but I do think you should dismiss Carlin's essay because I don't, I don't think it's saying anything new. It's, it really is. It's, it's, it's not about finding somebody with your same sociosexuality. It, it's, it's because you know why? Because it takes into account what the other person thinks. Right. And we should not be doing that. No. Who cares? Who cares? This is what I mean. Low, high, it doesn't matter. What is yours? And why does it work for you? That's all that matters. That's it. That's it. Like, let's stop telling women 
and this let's face it this is this is to women she can throw in a little paragraph i'm gonna finger wag to men fuck you men aren't listening to this you know i lost my train of train of thought like like let's stop encouraging women to consider what what if they sleep with men how men will perceive that yeah stop yeah it's because it's useless it's useless well right yeah you know also too like again i mean a lot of the sex ain't gonna be good listen it's not gonna be good sex no you know what i mean like we're poor like we're over analyzing every single angle and minutia of this topic and at the end of the day how many guys are going to know how to make you come not that many not that many why would you know what i was thinking about it? this past week Kristen? What? and i i want your i want your take on this okay um, as well all right i was thinking that first of all if someone were to ask me now like what's your body count i don't know i, I would literally have to make a list mm. Like, I don't have the number ready. But also, if someone were to ask me, like, who was the best? I don't know. Yeah, fucking I don't know. And who was the worst? I I don't know. Right. Like, is that is that normal to not remember what um <laughs> what the experience no, was because even I, like? <laughs> because like what was great at 22 if we look back on it now i was talking about that guy from college like i look back on our sex and i'm like that was great like we consistently had great sex even at 20 21 years old and i look back at that now but i look like there's other people i look back at that i was like oh at the time i was like the sex was so great and i look back on it now i'm like it's it was it was more like we were just like it was just a very toxic thing toxic relationship that's the guy that's that's raul yeah. Did we have great sex? At the time I thought we did. I look back at it now, I'm like, not so much. So you're saying no. the fact that I can't remember whether it was good or bad is just like is like it doesn't matter anyway because my recollection is probably tainted by whether or not it was toxic. Right. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Yeah. Who was the best? Who's I don't know. Listen. Yeah, it just it just occurred to me like I don't know if I if one of my exes came along and tried to to rekindle something uh-huh. and they tried to use that as an argument for why we should get back together, like I really wouldn't remember. Yeah. Whether it was good or not. I I truly don't know. I, I don't know. Because it, it's it I think it just changes. The good and the bad changes it the more experience we get. I think. I Okay, I just I was just wondering if this is normal for. <laughs> <laughs> I think for, it is for women to not really remember their sexual experiences. I think it is. Okay, all right. Maybe that's just me. I well, know. I don't. I mean, who knows? I, yeah, I was just wondering. Um, I hope that men know that. I don't. I. It's clear to me that they don't. Mm-hmm. But I want to spread the word that like uh whatever sexual encounter you have with a woman you get a couple years out they don't remember it yeah please please help us spread this word yeah i mean it really has to blow my doors off for me to remember it yeah Yeah. and most of you don't do that so well and i guess maybe that's what that says right is that maybe Mm -hmm. it was it was pretty middle of the road 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty, middle- pretty consistently. Nobody was terrible. Nobody was great. Well, we probably were. I don't know. Well, you know, we probably made it great. I think, I think it depends who you're with, you know? Mm-hmm. If you said someone's not bringing their A-game, why would you? Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, all right, are we uh, kissing goodbye to Kyle and Becky? We are. We are. But actually, now I'm reevaluating. Do we want the word to get out to men that women don't remember how they are sexually? Maybe we I, don't I, want them to know that because maybe then they would try less. I know that's that's my concern. That's my concern. Hmm. So no, I guess we don't. So okay. guys, so don't listen. <laughs> well, if it's even if it's even just a not just a me thing, uh, I don't know. Let us know. Do you do you remember your sexual experiences? I really don't. <laughs> Let me know if this is normal. All right. Follow us on Instagram at DatologyPod. Follow me on Instagram at the Kristen M T H E C H R I S T A N M. Send your questions in to hello at datologycoach.com or go to the website and click ask a question. Get your master online dating online courses, self-paced. You can take them, uh, you can, you know, do one module at a time based on your schedule. It'll teach you how to write a profile that uh, will help you attract emotionally intelligent, emotionally available people. You can also get the course about how to get more matches on dating apps where I give, you know, the swiping strategy and messaging tips. That's go to my website, datologycoach.com, click courses. Follow me on TikTok at datologycoach and at my character analysis. Follow me on YouTube. I'm trying to build my YouTube. Um, now I've already built up the the my, the, char- the character analysis one, mm-hmm. where I'm over a thousand, so I can monetize it. And monetizing nice. it, I am, and I'm doing well with that. So I'd like to monetize the Datology Coach one. I'll put the link in the episode description. Follow me there because I want a thousand followers. Yeah, and so your support will be greatly appreciated. Uh, that is it. Value your time, Bogwitches, and we will yeah. talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah.